Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we're live in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making a better Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage, get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money if you switch to GEICO. Just go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Get on PharrellOnTheBench.com. I just had a killer wild card weekend hitting a bunch of the bets for you. On Sunday, I hit the Vikings. I hit uh, the Seattle game to win the spread. I mean, I just went nuts uh, this weekend hitting winners for you, as usual, in college hoops, pro hoops, hockey. You got to sign up and get in on it. Everybody's doing it. They just won't admit it. PharrellOnTheBench.com. It's F-E-R-R-A-L-L. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. All right. I've told you this before. I'll tell you again. Uh, The podcast of the show comes out after this show and tomorrow morning uh, as well on Twitter and wherever good podcasts are available. Just look up Pharrell on the Bench. You'll be good to go. It's also on uh, add on the bench CBS and on facebook.com slash Pharrell on the bench. Don't forget uh, later in February, whatever this is, January. So in a month and a half, we're going to Vegas to do the Wilder Fury 2 fight. I'm excited about that trip. February 20th, 21st shows in uh, Vegas. And then the 22nd is the uh, fight at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Uh, they haven't cut that deal yet, but they will. I predict the future, and I know the future is uh, Carver High and I'll be at the fight. Can you see the future, Carver High? Can you feel it, that I'm looking into my crystal ball? I can feel it. All right. Call the show, you femmes, 855-212-4CBS. So did you see uh, JoJo Embiid tonight dislocate his finger, and it was, like, completely broken, like mangled, going the wrong way, the whole deal? They're saying he might miss the Boston game on Thursday. Right now, uh, you know, he, he went back in the game, right? But they had it taped up and everything, and he finished or whatever, and they beat the Thunder in Philly 120-113. to 113. But he said he could miss Thursday's game with the Celtics. Um, he wasn't wearing anything on his left hand or finger. Uh, he said the evaluation was about the ligaments in his finger. They were just talking about the ligament. They're still figuring out what's next. And obviously, uh, they, I don't think they know yet how bad it is, the damage, right? So uh, that could become a, a very big problem uh, for the Sixers. They got to have that guy. Well, I think Horford could do a hell of a job with him out, right? Because they play with both of them anyway. But uh, Horford's role will be dramatically increased uh, where if that guy's out for any length of time. Uh, the other story, Carver High is excited about Dean Blandino. Everyone's favorite guy. You remember him with the Cowboys party bus? But he's on uh, Fox doing rules, right? He's like the rules analyst on Fox. He's going to be named tomorrow the um, head of the XFL's officiating. 
And it says here the XFL begins in just over a month. So you understand? So when the NFL season ends with the Super Bowl in Miami, two weeks later, the XFL starts. So basically, he's still going to do whatever he does for the NFL, but this is like an overtime club for him. Like he gets a little. He gets two jobs he now gets a Fox little, and a this. side piece doing this XFL. Side thing, piece. Right? Everybody needs a side piece. Uh, so there you go. He's going to be named that tomorrow. They're, they got all kinds of new rules. Uh, eliminating PAT kicks, replacing them with scrimmage plays, a continuously running clock other than the last two minutes per half, uh, penalty shootout-esque overtime period. But they're going to have a full set of rules released tomorrow when they have the Dean Blandino press conference. I'm sure everyone's so excited to watch that, like no one. Who's going to watch that? Can you imagine stopping everything you're doing tomorrow to watch the XFL officiating press conference? No shot. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Did you see your game? I guess your game, the Texas Bills, was the most watched NFL wildcard game ever on uh, ESPN and ABC. That was a it has great... to have been the most exciting one they've had. They usually have, uh, usually that game is stinkers. You know, put you know, pigeonholed as the worst game of the weekend, et cetera, et cetera. So that was a great game. I mean, that game when that game ended, right? How could you even like start watching the next game? It started like 15 minutes later, right? And they, I they... had absolutely nothing left. Well, they moved game. it. Uh, they moved that game later because this game went to overtime or whatever. So when it started, I was like, I don't even know what I have left to watch this game. I was screaming and swearing so much watching that game, I didn't know what I'd have left. I'm no joke. It was a serious problem. So uh, this guy, Deshaun Watson, what do you think of him? I mean, he really was incredible that he got away from those Bills uh, in the backfield. They, I, they both had him. That play with Neil and Milano, which was the play that, you know, they – that got them down to kick the field goal at the end of the overtime. I can't believe one of those guys didn't wrap him up. Um, but he's an unbelievable player. He had a very rough first half, took over in the second half. I mean, he got it done. Who were the two guys that hit him? It was uh, Neil and Milano were the two guys that uh, that had him. So it is what it is. You know, they also had a third and 18 on that drive that they could have stopped. They also could have scored touchdowns early in the game. There's just so many what ifs. There's, I could, I sat there yesterday, and I probably thought of fifteen to twenty little things in that game that if they go the other way, maybe the Bills win. You know, it's just. Are you surprised that um, <laughs> I thought they were going to win that game up sixteen? They haven't won a playoff game since nineteen ninety five. That's well, they crazy. Have, they haven't played many. <laughs> this is, but I that, mean, but it's crazy. I mean, before two years ago, they didn't play in the playoffs in eighteen years. But they so. should have won that game. Well, yeah, they should have, but, you know, it's the way it goes. Frank Gore undecided about uh, playing next season. I thought he played well for him. No, I mean, I, listen, I, Frank's, what Frank did for them, you know, in the locker room and all that stuff, let's be let's be fair here. Uh, they're down there. Uh, this was the drive, maybe the tying field goal drive, maybe the drive before that. You know, you got you got second and ten. Uh, from the 25 or 30, I mean, why are, you, why are you running Frank Gore right there, like down the middle? When he came on the field, you knew what was happening. They were handing him to go straight up the middle. It just, you know, it's, he, he served his purpose this year. I, I don't know if Frank's going to. Turned on Frank. 
turning on him. I mean, you got a young kid who, who every time he was touching the ball in that game was making things happen. Singletary. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings' Kyle Rudolph blasts Kirk Cousins' critics after the upset win. Everyone's now saying he wins big games. Well, look, we, here's the thing, and I said this yesterday. I, I tweeted it out. It's like not just us. Everybody has given this guy such a hard time for a long time, and deservedly so. Never won big games. Never did anything like that. Right. He got to have a little moment. He got to have a moment yesterday. They showed him in the locker room. He did the, you know, you like that, and the whole team went crazy. Right. And it's not like he didn't have a big hand in that game. That pass to Thielen in overtime was unbelievable. That was huge. He made plays in that game. I know that Cook had a big game. I know that uh, Daniil Hunter had a huge game on the defensive side and other guys. Cousins made plays. Did you think that Rudolph should have been called for pass interference? Look, I do. I I think it was probably offensive pass interference. They didn't even consider it, and Peyton never complained. And and, and nor should he, because I'm done with them now. I sat here for the last year saying, these guys, they've had so much bad luck happen to them, it's going to happen for them this year. Forget that. They were at home, they're building, and once again, they didn't get it done. I don't want to hear about bad calls. Anything. Three years in a row, forget it. It's over for them. Done. Start fresh. Forget. They're not winning with Breeze now. This is over. Start fresh. The Niners and Vikings matchup in the divisional round. We got uh, Garoppolo against Anthony Harris. Uh, McGlinchey, the right tackle against uh, Hunter, the defensive end. Kittle against Eric Hendricks. Bosa against Reef. Um, <clears throat> Fred Warner against Dalvin Cook. I thought Dalvin Cook had a really good game for being all banged up. Played very well. The Seahawks, we all know, uh, they won over the Eagles. And uh, Clowney says the Eagles have the worst fans in the world. I'm sure that'll go over well in Philadelphia. But... Um, you know, I, I got to tell you, I, I'm I'm watching that game yesterday, listening to them boo every single uh, play, every single call. But why are they a bunch of whiny bees? I mean, honest to God, all they do is boo. They want everything to go their way, and everything that doesn't, they just boo and throw a fit. And you know what? It's so funny watching you lose because uh, it doesn't matter. You can boo till the cows come home, and you still lost. If Peterson would have somehow found a way to win that game yesterday— He'd be a god. He sure would, because not only did the Wentz thing happen, which it is what it is. I mean, even before that, I mean, they're playing with guys who were, you know, tending bar a week ago. Right. I mean, some of the guys that were out there on the what field. What was the guy's name? Vince Papula. What was <laughs> yeah, the guy? yeah, Vince pa- Vince Papali. <laughs> That's Vince what they Papali. were playing with. But he played in the game. Honestly, yesterday. like he they played. were playing with, like they, their wide game. receivers. They, I don't think their wide receivers could make XFL teams. The guys that they were playing with. I mean, it was. I think they're going to be playing for the XFL it's in a possible. month. Possible. Dean Blandina. I, honestly, I, I couldn't believe they were even in that. And game. who's the commissioner again? It's uh, what's his name's dad? Oliver Luck. Oliver Luck. Jesus. Robert in uh, Baltimore on the fan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, good morning, Mr. Scott. Hey, buddy. Three things. I just hit a guy that called in about Mel Blunt. Anytime they make a rule about a beer, you know he's a bad man. Secondly, the elderly guy that called in about the new quarterbacks and how they're changing. Yeah, they've changed from when I was growing up. Dorsett was the reason I played football. Right. 
And uh, the new quarterbacks now have to be total athletes. And then thirdly, my team, the Ravens. We've, we've ran the whole gauntlet. I don't. I think this game is not going to be like any play. You're just breaking up so bad, bro. I can't even hear you. It's just so painful. It's like you're in a toaster or something. <laughs> it just was so awful. I can, every other word, it was like, I think gonna be gonna old elderly rather back there. I was just. I couldn't even take it anymore. I mean, could you? I couldn't. Yeah, take it was tough. Tommy in Kentucky. Ah, oh, the failure. All right, 855-212-4227. Swing and a miss. Let's uh, take a break. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. So the uh, Packers, a lot of them uh, feel that they're, uh, you know, there's so many doubters about them that nobody believes in them. And they're, what, didn't they go like 13-3? and three? And uh, they had a bye, and here they are, the number two seed, and they play the... Seahawks uh, this week, and a lot of their uh, players, Kenny Clark said it. He says, I just hope people keep sleeping on us and keep saying we suck and we're not as good as we are. We'll just keep staying under the radar and winning games. That's all we try to do. Do you think they're uh, good? How could they not be good when you're 13-3? and I mean, honestly, uh, a lot of them said, uh, you know, Outside uh, linebacker uh, Kyler Fackrell said, I think it's crazy. I really don't understand. I mean, shoot, obviously that doesn't affect how we see ourselves, but I think it puts a little bit of a chip on our shoulders and that people don't respect us. So, yeah, it's really just up to us to make sure we're prepared, go out and show what we're really about. Aaron Jones said 13-3. and three. Doesn't matter how you get there. You pick up the stat sheet, and uh, the win column is 13. The loss column is 3. Up there with the best records in the NFL. I don't care how we got it. We did it. Whether or not people respect it, that's up to them. The Packers finished the regular season with a point differential of plus 63. Only Buffalo, Philly, and Houston were worse uh, in that category. Uh, These are the reasons for doubters. Green Bay ranked 18th in total offense, 15th in scoring offense. Aaron Rodgers... Passer rating of 95-4 was uh, his third lowest since becoming a starter. Excuse me. And while the Packers finished a solid ninth in scoring D, they also ranked just 18th in total defense. Carver, are you buying or selling the Packers? I'm not buying them going to the Super Bowl, but I will buy their little um, uh, statements that they're not really respected as a 13-win team. To be fair, if you look around, um, all the other big teams that, you know, won 12, 13, 14 games this year. Right. Uh, the Niners are talked about a lot more than them. The Saints were definitely talked about a lot more than them. The Ravens, absolutely. You know, the Chiefs and Mahomes, New England, absolutely. Even Seattle, who they're playing this week, who won 11 games and was a wild card team, probably gets a little bit more juice uh, than they Marshawn Lynch year. gets more juice. Right. So, in terms of you, who has gotten a lot of more attention with all those other 11, 12, 13 win teams. I, I could buy what they're saying with that stuff. Absolutely. Ma- Mafia, are you buying or selling the Packers? Do you believe in them at 13 and 3? Do you think they're a good football team? Or how could you go 13 and 3 and not be a good football team? Well, I mean, New Orleans went 13 and 3 and looked like crap on Sunday. That has nothing to do with the Packers. No, it doesn't. But I'm saying you just, just by record, you can't just say, oh, well, they won these games. They're. You know, great. They're going to be a favorite, but they are a solid team. I think they are getting overlooked a lot this year because of 
them doing it differently in the past. In the past, it was Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball all over the place, and you saw all these highlights of him and these great touchdowns, and you thought, wow, this team's incredible. Meanwhile, they had no running game, and their defense was you know, like a sieve. This year, their defense has been strong. They are using their running backs a lot, and they're you know taking touchdowns and yards away from Aaron Rodgers, so everyone's looking around saying, well, you know, they're not that good. Why? This is the most complete I think they've been in a long time. I know they have a first-year head coach in LaFleur, and I don't know if you want to give him too much credit or not enough, but I think that this is the best Packers team that we've probably seen in a while as a team. Aaron Rodgers might not put up the stats that he's been putting up the last couple of years, but I still think they're a team that you have to watch out for. They're a team that's dangerous. Do you think LaFleur can outcoach Pete Carroll? If it comes down to that, no. But I don't think it's going to be in that you know a scenario where Lafleur has to make all these moves because I think it's Lafleur and Rodgers versus Pete Carroll. I think it's one or the other. And I think it, in, in both cases too. I think you know Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll versus. Who do you think's playing better, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? I think Russell Wilson is right now, but I think that's more out of necessity too. I think that he's been in more of a precarious situation where he's had to once again take everything on his shoulders. His defense isn't the Legion of Boom anymore. His running backs are going down left and right. They're you know bringing Marshawn Lynch out of the street. I think Aaron Rodgers has been able to let go a little bit and not have to put so much on his own shoulder. You got to admit, Marshawn Lynch dragged those Eagles into the end zone yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that was that a was, nice run. That was the only good big carry he had the entire game. Right. Russell Wilson was 95% of their offense yesterday. 95% of their offense. He's doing it all this year. I mean, if it wasn't for Lamar Jackson, he'd be the MVP of the league. Right. He just is. And I have a hard time in any building. I don't care where he's going. I have a hard time betting against that guy. Yeah. yeah I really do. It's hard. I, and, I, and I, you know, this isn't like a dig at the Packers or anything like that. I just, if I'm going to be betting on a very, what I think will be a tightly contested NFC divisional playoff game with two very good teams, I have a hard time not betting on that guy getting points. I have a hard time So Jerry that. Judy declares for the draft. Uh, Tagovailoa declared for the draft. They're going to be ready for Las Vegas in the draft. Everyone is. I think that might have factored in a little bit in his declaring that two of his top three receivers said, you know what, I'm out of here. So he might have thought about coming back and said, wait, I'm not going to have these guys to throw to. I might not look as good. Maybe I'm going to go to the draft now. They always have guys, though. I think he decided this strictly because of money. There's no other reason. All this other stuff. All those other quarterbacks coming out this year, though? All uh, all this other stuff is nonsense. It's always about the money. Follow the money. Because even though it's a risk right now, it is a risk, but somebody's going to take that risk. Automatic. Let's say... He goes back to Alabama, if he did this, went back to Alabama, and his hip was so bad that he looked shot and he couldn't play. Where does he get drafted next year? Fifth round. Maybe somebody still drafts him, but not in the top ten. Right. So he's going in the first round. Uh, you know, at worst, what, Miami with that Steeler pick? The thing with Miami is they have three first-rounders. So they have the flexibility that, you know, they could take a chance with him. Right. Maybe. So the top quarterback earners of the decade, um, of the decade, Matt Ryan was the most, uh, you know, in terms of money, uh, the most highly paid guy, $201.5 million. Then Stafford at 194.4. Drew Brees at 194.2. Aaron Rodgers, 193.1 million. Ben Roethlisberger, 180.1 million. Um, Obviously, uh, Brees, Rodgers, and uh, Roethlisberger won Super Bowls. 
Matt Ryan and, and uh, Matt Stafford. Now, you can't deny this is the first time Stafford's been injured, so he's giving them their uh, money's worth in Detroit, right? Like, that guy plays every week, and he, he slings it. Fair enough? But Matt Ryan, uh, I'll give you this. He made it to the Super Bowl, right? And they blew a 25-point lead, and he's really never looked the same since, has he? I would say no. I mean, they've basically been terrible, haven't they? Has he not been average since that Super Bowl? Pretty much. He, he's not worth $200 million. I mean, he's put up some big numbers in games where, you know, they've had some games they're trailing. But um, winning quarterback the last two the years. The top highest paid guy in the league. Well, look, a lot. Uh, this is hard. Oh, for the, the decade. He's not that. worth it's, it. It's when you sign your deal. And I get it, but it, he's not worth it. <laughs> probably not. He's not worth it. Kevin Love had a verbal outburst at the GM uh, Kobe Altman over the Cavaliers' struggle. Did anyone see his little uh, on-court tirades that he was having in the middle of the game? He wouldn't, like— Yeah, I saw the one where he called for the ball from Sexton, like, yelling at him, and he threw the ball, and he like, flung it with, like, two hands at someone else. Right, he was throwing the his Sexton arms Sexton was, like, around. dribbling by the mid-court line, just wasting time, and he's yelling it's at him. It's unbelievable. Rick Carlisle frustrated with increasingly physical play against Luka Doncic. He had another triple-double tonight. What do you expect when you're a superstar? If you can't beat him, beat on him. Well, of course, if, if a guy is dropping triple-doubles every night, what are you going to do? You have to defend him. It's so funny to me, when we play basketball all the time, Mafia, how these guys that drive to the rack against me expect me not to foul them or to try to stop them or to physically try to block the shot. You know who I'm talking about. Like, always, yeah. they're mad that I, that I try to defend them and stop them. It's so funny to me when we play street ball or, or or open run ball, like just four on four, whatever ball, and there's no refs, <laughs> that you think I'm not going to try to stop you? Like in a game when I got five fouls, I'm, I'm careful not to pick up like a third foul, right? First foul, I'm okay with. Second foul, I'm okay with. You start getting three, four, you're in trouble, right? But in a pickup game or a street ball game in the hood, <laughs> there's no limit on how many fouls I can dish. I'm gonna I'm gonna contest you every time to the rack, but guys get mad when you're physical with them or you foul them and try to block their shot. Meanwhile, they drive to the rack because they want to score, right? But then they expect to get a free pass and then uh, drive right down, tiptoe through the tulips, no problem. No one's allowed to touch me. No one's allowed to foul me. Give me a break. If when I go to the rack, I get hammered. I get hammered every time. And you either call it or you don't. But don't. I never expect to just go in unscathed and unhit and unattacked. Every time I go, someone tries to take my head off. Shut up. Like seriously, Luka dodges a triple double every night. You got to do something to him, don't you? You got to guard him. You got to. You got to get physical with him. You, the guy's huge, and he can take it too. He's got all that, uh, you know, extra weight. You can't deny he's got like muscle and he's got like flab going too. He's got the whole deal going. The guy can shoot 35-footers like they're free throws, and he can drop-step you. He can drive on you. He can bang you. He's big. He's long. He's got, uh, uh, you know, airplane wings, right? So how do you defend him? You've got to get physical with him. That's all there is to it. I think it's ridiculous that Carlisle says uh, he's getting fed up with people getting physical with him. What, are you going to just let the guy do whatever he wants? Take your girlfriend, sleep with her, do whatever. Just, just have your way. Go ahead. My ass. You're going to hack the hell out of him. I will say this, too. Kyrie Irving's done. He's not playing anymore. He's going to have surgery. They're going to shut him down. He's going to come back next year and play with KD. And I have, to, I have serious reservations. Now, I know they love Kenny Atkinson. 
But I watched that team that I play. They really suck. I mean, they really suck. They do. They What, what have they lost? Seven in a row? I mean, they lose. Is it six? They lose every night. They'll probably win tomorrow night at home. They got a big game with, uh, I think, the Thunder. But um, I watch them win tomorrow. But uh, they, they lost tonight in Orlando. It was embarrassing. I mean, they're awful. And this guy's sitting over there making $40 million. He never plays. Ever. He's like, yeah, it feels a lot better, but I don't know. I think I need the surgery. That's a nice way of saying he's getting shut down. He's never going to play. He's going to play next year with his boy, KD, just like they planned it. Meanwhile, he's going to make what? $40 million a year for four years. And the first year, all he does is get $40 million to wear his nice clothes and sit on the bench and pick his teeth. Honestly. Have you ever seen anything like it? This guy came here, what, he played for one month and then shut it down? And Kenny Atkinson, man, he is not, I'm telling you, they might, seriously, I feel like they're, even though they love him and I see why they love him, I could see him making a change for when uh, Kyrie and, and, and KD play together, that they have to get someone at a higher level than Kenny Atkinson, seriously. Because he's not coaching them out of any wet paper bag right now. I mean, they look terrible every night. I watched them tonight. They suck. They flat out suck. I don't care what anybody says. I watch every game. I watch a lot of games. I watch a lot of players. That team does just about nothing right. I mean, they shoot so bad from the floor. It's not even funny. I, they they have all these guys making millions like Joe Harris and Dinwiddie that are supposed to be scorers. They both, I mean, they both, it's like, they're as my daughter says, it's Mason City. They're, they're Masons. That's what they are. They're bricklayers. It's unbelievable. I watch them. They can't hit the broadside of a barn. Christ, my daughter hits more shots than them. She dropped 30 in a game on Saturday, Mafia. I went. It was unbelievable. She dropped 30. They should sign her up, then, Nets, on a 10-day contract. At least they'd have somebody that can score. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. So I was looking at some uh, stuff over the uh, weekend that happened, and I was just, you know, interested in a few of these games. The Clippers, did you see, they get 30-plus from three different players, and they beat the Knicks in a wild game, 135 to 132. Montrez Harrell had 34 off the bench. Lou Williams, 32. Paul George, um, I guess, uh, had the same thing. Uh, they both had 32, PG and, and Lou Williams. These guys can fill it up. Montrez Harrell is a monster. What is he, like 6'8", and he's got just... Gigantic airplane wings. Uh, that guy dominates in the paint. He's gotten so physical and good for the Clippers. He's, he's no joke. That guy's minutes are absolute quality minutes. Isaiah Thomas fined 25 grand for making contact with the official. I thought that was kind of inadvertent when he did that. And then they fined him 25 grand. Does that guy have any luck at all? I mean, between injuries and problems with the refs. Blake Griffin seeing a specialist this week and considering season-ending knee surgery. I'm starting to think Blake Griffin's career is over. I really do. He, he, he has absolutely turned into nothing. Unfortunately, the last year and a half has been, and it really goes back further. I it's mean, this guy's had injury problems his entire career. Coming out of college, right. injury problems, everything. But how many more he can't. You no know, surgeries can we have here? On I mean, it's or just, he's just it's shot. Un, it's unfortunate. It sucks. I mean, he was such a talented player. It's just. This happens to guys. It's, it's unbelievable. He's got injury problems. Uh, the Lakers and Clippers expected allegedly to pursue Marcus Morris. Now, it's like the second or third time I've talked about Marcus Morris being on the block that everybody and their brother wants Marcus Morris, right? And uh, he keeps saying he wants to stay with the Knicks. He must like losing. He doesn't want to leave. He loves playing in New York. 
Superman is back. Dwight Howard will participate in the All-Star Weekend in Chicago dunk contest. He's going to be in the slam dunk contest again. Remember when he uh, was Superman and got it done? Vince Carter becomes the first NBA player to appear in four decades. Kansas coach Bill Self emphatically shoots down the idea that he'll be the next San Antonio Spurs coach. He wants no part of it. The AB College Basketball Poll 2020 Complete Week 10 Rankings have been released. The top team is Gonzaga, then Duke. And then uh, Kansas, Baylor, Auburn round out the top five. Butler, San Diego State, Michigan State, Oregon, and Florida State round out the top ten. Ohio State 11, Maryland 12, Louisville 13, Kentucky 14, Dayton 15. Remember when Louisville was number one? Remember when Kentucky was? I mean, all these teams lose. Do you remember when Ohio State was like number two or something? Do you remember that? They've lost a couple games in a row. It's unbelievable. But uh, everybody says Duke looks like the best team in the country after beating its last seven opponents by an average of 23 points. They're 13-1. and one. Uh, They uh, had a 95-62 blowout win over Miami and also whacked Boston College. So they've been lighting it up lately. The Duke Blue Devils, coached by Coach K, of course. Uh, college basketball power rankings. Just how good is San Diego State? They're good enough to hover around the top five for the rest of the season and push for a number one seed on selection Sunday. And as far as uh, the power rankings go, they have them at number five. They're 15-0. and 0. This week they're at Wyoming on Wednesday and Boise State on Saturday. Auburn's number six. They play Vanderbilt Wednesday. Kansas plays Iowa State in Ames on Wednesday. Gonzaga plays Thursday at San Diego. That's easy money. Duke plays at Georgia Tech Wednesday. Baylor has a huge game tomorrow at Texas Tech against a really good team, Texas Tech. You like that game, Texas Tech-Baylor tomorrow night, Carver High? That's a good one. Sure. Butler plays at Providence Friday. Oregon's number eight. They're against Arizona Thursday. Florida State is nine. They're at Wake on Wednesday. And they have West Virginia, number 10 in the power rankings. They play um, They play tonight at Oklahoma State. I think they won that game, didn't they? Question bags. I think they, I, I think they did, actually. Uh, 55-41, they got it done. That was the only big game tonight in the ranked games. West Virginia now 12-2 and two and 1-1 one and one in the Big 12. There you go. Ohio State's coming off losses. They play at Maryland tomorrow night and at Indiana on Saturday. Kentucky has a huge game tomorrow at Georgia. Uh, Michigan State's 13th. They play Minnesota Thursday at home. Penn State has a big game tomorrow night in New Jersey at Rutgers at the Rack tomorrow night, Carver. Kentucky loses Ashton Hagens to an injury in the Missouri win. Uh, they beat Missouri in their SEC opener 71-59. Uh, Kansas beat West Virginia 60-53 to at Fog. Uh, so there you go. Penn State uh, beat Iowa by three in Philadelphia. Florida State uh, with a huge win over number seven, Louisville, 78-65. Howard leads Marquette. Uh, Marcus Howard at 29. They beat Villanova 71-60. And then uh, how about Smith for Maryland? Jalen Smith, 19 points. Maryland routes Indiana 75-59. I watched that game from College Park the other day on Saturday. I had to turn it off. It made me sick. 
Because Indiana looked good for the first five minutes of the game, and the rest of the game they bent over. The big story that I had uh, given you today, Carver High, was when will uh, time heal all and Bob Knight go back to Bloomington and do something with the basketball program? He's been back for baseball. He's been back for uh, podcasts down at a bar in Bloomington. But he has done nothing with the men's basketball program. It's high time that they bring Bob Knight back. When are they going to finally stop with all this nonsense and get Bob Knight back in Assembly Hall? Never. That is such BS. It really is. Butler beat Creighton 71-57. Creighton's got a big game tomorrow night. Uh, uh, Cassius Winston uh, had a big game as Michigan State beat up on Michigan over the weekend. Uh, Marcus Thames got a deal with the Nationals. One year, $4 million, uh, salary of $3 million, and a million buyout on $4 million, whatever, options. I can't keep up with it at all. Reliever Daniel Hudson and the Nationals are finalizing a two-year deal. Uh, the Nationals sign Esdrubal Cabrera. Notice how I'm giving all the World Series champion Nationals news. Carver High said, the only thing that matters are the Yankees. Predators have fired Peter Laviolette after five seasons on a trip to the Stanley Cup Finals against the Penguins, which they lost. What do you think of that, Carver High? A little surprised to see it, but the Predators have not been the same team this year, so something had to give. Uh, Matthew in Alabama, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Yes, sir. I just joined your picks. Thank you. Made me money. My man. Um, I I live here in Bama. I'm not a Bama or an Auburn fan, but I was wondering – with the Tua thing, do you think it was a smart move for the kid to go ahead and go pro and catch the money? And do you think it's a scary team for whichever team drafts him? Because he always seems to get hurt. And I was wondering, I'm originally from Indiana, when Oladipo comes back, do you think we got any kind of chance of making a run as a patient? Well, I think they're a good team even without him. And, and when Oladipo comes back, they're going to be even better. He's a great player, and he's going to make them even better for sure. And as far as uh, Tua goes, he had to leave. He had to leave to go get the money. Because if he goes back to Alabama gets hurt again, he'll never play yeah. pro football. So the time is now. Three months from now, he's going to be fine. His hip's going to be fine. And he's going to get drafted in the first round. And he's going to make a fortune. And he'll be set for life. Set, set for life. I, don't, I have no idea where he's going. I have no idea where he's going. He could, he could go anywhere. I have no clue who's going to draft him. Uh, maybe. You never know. I mean, Derek Carr's just not gotten it done. People talk about how great he is. He's not great at all, and he never gets it done. So, yeah, I could see him being replaced. Everyone thinks he's this great quarterback. He's not. Uh, Brooke in Wisconsin. Hey there. Hey, dude. Darrell. What's up? Um, so I just wanted to speak about my boy Russell Wilson's uh, performance in, in the – in the uh, wild card game, and, and just really in the whole season, I, you know, you mentioned earlier just just how dominant he's, you know, he's just, he's been the whole season. I just want to hear, you know, some some credit to the boy, to my man Russell. Well, I mean, we've talked about him all night. Hopefully, that's enough for you. You know what I mean? Honestly, did I not talk about the guy all night? What more can I do? What do you want me to get him a cake or something, or get him some ice cream? We've talked about how great he is all night. We're going to talk about him all week. I thought it was great. I bet on the Seahawks to win the game and the spread. Is that enough for you? I don't know. Is that enough? Canada stuns Russia late for the world junior title in hockey. We're the only people that care about that. Uh, Israel Adesanya, uh, coach, say their uh, first UFC title defense is nearly set. He's going to fight uh, Yoel Romero. Is that right, Mavi? That's what I'm hearing. 
on uh, March 7th. And Mario Balotelli, I was watching him in Serie A, Italian soccer over the weekend, racially abused in a game by visiting fans against Lazio. As the match was halted for a half hour, he was abused with racial taunts. Not good. It's happening more and more, uh, Carver High in soccer over in Europe, in Italy, uh, wherever, even in the Premier League, guys are getting racially abused left and right. It's a big problem in soccer now all over the world. It's got to stop. Six Super Bowls, nine Super Bowl appearances, 17 division titles, 30 playoff wins, 219 career wins. Brady, unbelievable. It finally comes to an end. For Carver High and Mafia, I'm Pharrell. Good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.